Welcome to Roll the Dice Podcast. I'm your humble host, John, and let's get right into it. Yesterday, big night for the NBA with the announcements of the All-Star Reserve Selection um, for 2023. Congratulations to those players selected. Now, I don't mind the list, but I believe that a, a player or two got left out of that list that should be on that list. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you who shouldn't be on that list, but I am going to tell you who I believe should be on that list, starting with Darius Garland and Jalen Brunson. Again, these players for these teams have meant so much. Not saying that the players selected for the reserves don't, but I just think we have to look at Jalen Brunson when he has career highs. He's never averaged 22 points per game until now. Darius Garland also has a career high in points as well. Career highs in assists. So does Jalen Brunson. You know, so I, you know, I would have loved to see those two players selected for the all-star reserves. Um, I think that Jalen Brunson specifically has been tasked to do a lot. Um, he ball, he's their ball handler, distributor, um, closer. He's a go get me, go get me a bucket at any time. Um, he's, he's countless times this season. He scored over 30, you know? So I I was just a little surprised not to see him in that all-star selection, especially with the season that he's had, you know, he deserved it. And, I'm not going to sit here and say Julius didn't deserve it. I believe Julius should be on that list, but Jalen Brunson should be right there with him. And you talk about Darius Garland. I think Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell have been amazing, amazing this season. I think Darius Garland should have been in the all-star game because if I, if I make the case for Jalen Brunson, I have to make the case for Darius Garland points per games are equivalent. Um, just the only difference is that Darius Garland is averaging more assists than Jalen Brunson. I think he's up to, he averages two more assists, if I'm not mistaken, you know, and they also have the better record. But again, I believe those two should be on that list. But congratulations to those selected for the 2023 All-Star game. Now, moving on. Yesterday, we had tons of games. We'll start off with the Knicks and the Heat, right? Amazing game. Um, it was decided by one point. I believe the score was 106-105, Knicks winning it. Um, in my opinion, I'm really impressed with the Knicks. I, you know, I have to say this. The Knicks have been amazing in this respect on the competitiveness that they have been playing with this season. Again, we would probably like to see them around four for third. And, you know, who knows? Maybe by the end of the season, they can pick it up a little bit more. But every game has been competitive up to this point with the New York Knicks. I'm really honestly impressed with this. I feel that the culture is changing around the New York Knicks. You know, we haven't seen this competitive standpoint from the Knicks since the Carmelo Anthony Knicks 
um, I think that was probably the Knicks' best season since the Ewing era. And that was uh, when I, I believe they were second in the conference. Um, J.R. Smith won sixth man of the year. I, I believe the coach was Mike Woodson, if I'm not mistaken. You know, you had Jason Kidd on that team. You had Rashid Wallace, I believe, on that team. Mello. Um, you know, it was a good team. It was uh, Shumpert. Uh, Novak, I believe, was on that team. Man, the memories. But again, it was a great team and they were second. Unfortunately, the Heatles beat them. But nonetheless, that was uh, really in, in recent memories. The last time I believe the Knicks were amazing. Now, with that being said, this team that is currently constructed of the New York Knicks, I don't believe that they are equivalent or have the firepower that that Knicks teams had at that time. But I, I it is just it's, it's different. Something is different. The culture is changing and it is changing for the better. You know, I believe that the Knicks have something if they don't get desperate and don't trade away their pieces. Keep your pieces, New York Knicks. Keep your pieces. Keep RJ Barrett. Keep building what you already have. You have the foundation established. Don't go away from that. And I think that has been the downfall of the Knicks that they rush into things sometimes. Hopefully they don't. You have a star. I believe RJ Barrett is going to be a star. If we don't fall into the we want it now, meaning oh we want uh we want to become competitors now, we want to be contenders now. No. Let RJ Barrett develop. He's 22 years old and he's been having amazing performances. Again, this he's 22. Let him at least be 25 to begin judging him on a high scale or or trying to get rid of him. You know, I, and, and I'm just saying this because I know the New York Knicks. I know how they can get. They get they get trigger happy really quick, meaning that they'll trade everybody or they'll trade for certain pieces that don't need to be traded. But yeah, I think that the Knicks have a bright future. I think that if they don't get impatient and play their cards right, they can be contenders for a championship in the foreseeable future. I don't think right now, but again, if they're not impatient, we can see that in the foreseeable future. Now, moving on, um, I want to talk about LeBron James. Yesterday... As of this recording, he is 63 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who at this moment is the all-time leading scorer of the NBA. Now, I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan, but I'll say this. What he is doing in year 20, it's amazing. What he's about to do that I didn't think would be done in my lifetime, nor do I think any other NBA fan would would think that him breaking Kareem's record would be plausible. I, I honestly didn't think so. And the reason I didn't think so is because there are certain records that are just unattainable. Like uh, Kareem's record, I believe, was one of them. Wilt's 
100 points was one of them. Um, Bill Russell's 11 championships is another one. Um, even Oscar Robertson's triple-double, I didn't think was possible until Russell did it three consecutive times. But, there, there again, there are just certain records that I didn't think were we're going to be that I didn't think we're going to be broken and to see that this record is on the cusp of being broken wow just wow you know it's a testament to the hours that he puts on his body it's a testament to the love of the game that he has it's a testament to the sacrifice year in and year out you know guys this isn't easy. If it was easy, we would have had NBA players pass Kareem already. And to think that Kareem held the record for 39, almost 40 years, and now for the first time since he established it, it's now going to be broken. That is amazing. And I don't know who's going to break LeBron's at first because LeBron, if LeBron, LeBron is planning to play a few more years. So let's say he adds on three more years. He's going to get up to 40,000. Like, it's just mind-boggling to think that he is still going and where he can end up, essentially. To think that this phenom came into the league at 18 years of age, and none of us foresaw this. I don't think anyone foresaw that an 18-year-old kid would time leading scorer, top five in assists, top five in rebounds, four-time MVP, four-time champion, and the face of the NBA in year 20. Again, I'm not a fan, but I am a fan of greatness. And and this is greatness to me. Um again, he had a triple double yesterday. Amazing win for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, to see what he's doing. Like, for me to even say that he has a triple-double in year 20 is amazing. Like, let that sink in. This man is almost 40, and he's recording triple-doubles. If the Lakers, I'll tell you this, if the Lakers were top three in the West, LeBron James would have a strong case for MVP right now. Look at his numbers, man. If LeBron James was third or second in the West, or even fourth, he would be in the discussion right now to win MVP. Unfortunately, that's not the case. But again, the season is still young, so let's see what happens. Moving on to the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors, as of late, have really been struggling and their record reflects that having a 26 and 26 record on the day of this recording and they haven't looked like the championship team that we saw last year and again one can say that it's because of the pieces that they ultimately lost the Otto Porter Juniors the Gary Payton Juniors the Damian Lees and the Bielitsas of the world. You know, you can't expect to trade your pivotal pieces that made you a championship contender last year and expect to still be at the top of the mountain. It, it, you know, it just doesn't work like that, especially with the pieces that you traded away were pivotal to that championship run. 
you know, and now we're seeing that the Warriors aren't really the Warriors of old, and they're looking out of gas in most of these games that are close because you're running your starters um, into the ground, playing the minutes that they're playing because you really don't have anybody that can hold you down. You traded them away. Now it's becoming problematic for them. It becomes a question of who do the Warriors need or what specifically do they need? Well, they need size. They need rebounding. They need someone that can stretch the floor. They need someone that can help Draymond and can help um, Looney. They need someone, you know, and the guys that they traded away actually helped these guys. So who do you go after in this trade deadline to assist you with what you're missing? I believe that a trade is coming for the Warriors. And if it's not, it needs to. Uh, A name that has been thrown around the trade deadline is Pascal Siakam. I think Siakam would really help with everything that the Warriors are missing that they lost when those four guys left. I think with Pascal Siakam, you get size, you get rebound, which the Warriors really lack. Kavan Kavan is amazing, but Kavan is 6'9", bro. Like, Kavan can only do so much. He's not a big man. He's 6'9", and he plays the big man position to the best of his ability, and he should be commended by that. But he is still 6'9". To be asked to guard Nikola Jokic, to be asked to guard Anthony Davis, to be asked to guard Joel Embiid, Giannis, DeAndre Ayton, it's a lot. Like, it's genuinely a lot. These teams are now bigger. And Draymond isn't what Draymond was. I'm not saying that Draymond is a scrub. I'm not saying that Draymond isn't one of their best defenders. But Draymond, it's different. Draymond's 34. Draymond has lost a step. And Draymond isn't in the best shape of his career. He's not in the shape when he won Defensive Player of the Year. He doesn't have those defensive prowess. He he doesn't. Because if he did... The thing that is hurting the Warriors right now is defense. It's defense. They gave up 132 points, I believe, to the Denver Nuggets. 132. I think that they gave up, um, I forgot how much points that they gave over 100 points to the Knicks, to the Nets, and that um, when they had to play the Nets and the Knicks. Go look at their, their loss margins. To Sacramento, I think they gave up a whole bunch of points. They're losing in big margins, and none of their wins feel dominant. Like, we haven't seen a dominant win, or or at least the Warriors of last year, you know. So I think a trade needs to happen. I think a trade needs to happen, and it needs to happen soon. I think that the season is still salvageable. I don't think the season is lost. I just think that a trade does need to happen. And maybe it's Pascal Siakam, maybe it's um, a Jay Crowder, who knows? But something needs to happen, and it needs to happen quickly. Moving on, let's talk about the Denver Nuggets. Yesterday, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double. Amazing. You know, he keeps solidifying himself for that MVP, for that third straight MVP. Um, Something that hasn't been done since Larry Bird. Um, Here's my question. Is Nikola Jokic the best 
player in the NBA? Because a lot of people think so. I, I'm, you know, I want to ask the audience this. Do you guys think he's the best player? And if you do, why? You know, why do you think he's the best player right now? Because I have Giannis over him. That, to me, Giannis is the best player right now over him. Nikola is amazing. What he does for Denver, the way he passes the ball, the way he rebounds the ball, the way he can control the pace, handle, everything he does. And you have a strong case for him being MVP. But in my opinion, Giannis is just a bit more dominant. Giannis does it on both ends of the floor. And I think that Nikola Jokic does it at an incredible level. But I think Giannis just beats him out because of defense, man. Like, what Giannis is doing is Shaq-like. There's a reason why Shaq bestowed the Superman name upon him. Because, man, you know how many times Giannis has reached 50 points this season? Giannis is on a different type of tear, man. And, and even yesterday, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double. Amazing. Herculean performance by Nikola Jokic. But Giannis follows it up with a 54-piece and 19 boards affecting the game when you have one of the two preeminent defenders of the game in Paul George and Kawhi and a Clippers team which is very well coached. You go in there with a limited Chris Middleton. And you come back, oh, you were they were down 20. And they come back and win? What Giannis is doing is impressive. And I said this before. Aside from the MVP, which he, to me, is higher than Nikola Jokic in my MVP ladder. To me, he should win it this year. But besides that, if Giannis was to get just another superstar. I love Chris Middleton, but I don't think Chris Middleton is a superstar. I don't think Chris Middleton is a top 75 player. Maybe when it's said and done, you know, when his career is over, yes. But as of now, mm, I don't think so. But if Giannis was to ever get a Hall of Fame superstar top 75 player of all time, I don't think Giannis would ever lose the championship again. Giannis is doing what he's doing. With all-star caliber players. I want people to realize this. With all-star caliber players. It's amazing. It's amazing. And this is why I believe he's my MVP. Like, you look at the weapons that Jokic has. Jokic has Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, KCP. Like, these are high caliber players. And Giannis has none of that. None of that. He has a good team. I'm not going to sit here and say his team's a scrub. But when you compare them to the names that Denver has, no way. Not even close. Not even close. You know, so again. Giannis is my MVP. But let's see at the end of the season who comes out on top. My money, though, is on Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, moving on. So the last topic of the day that involves Draymond Green. So Draymond said on a podcast that LeBron James, and I quote, is the greatest face the NBA has ever had because he's never been caught in a scandal. He's never been photographed drinking 
and he's an amazing father. And I understand. Look, Draymond is a is a smart, smart guy. He's an amazing savant for the game of basketball. Um, him, Steph, Clay, Steve Kerr, Bob Myers. These Warriors have been amazing for the game of basketball. I want to say, but I believe that Draymond, you know, there is a connection with him and LeBron. So I think that this does influence that connection, his comments. I, I believe that his comments are influenced by this connection. Because it has to be the only reason I say I, I say that it has to. The greatest face of basketball has been Michael Jordan. Michael elevated the game and transcended the game and took the game places that we have never seen. Not even in today's league. Michael globalized the game. I want people to understand this. Michael Jordan globalized the game of basketball. And when Michael retired both times, you felt the emptiness around the league. So much so that ESPN and many um, sports news media outlets had this thing of searching for the next Mike. Who is the next Mike? And again, it's not like the NBA didn't have players when Michael retired in 98. You had, And even in 93, when he retired. Um, you had Kevin Garnett, you had Tim Duncan, you had David Robertson, you had, uh, Ray Allen, Kobe, Shaq, T-Mac, Vince Carter, uh, all of these players were labeled as the next Mike. Can they be the next Mike? Even LeBron, I'll put it to you like this, even LeBron James is a product of the next Mike. Can he fill Mike's shoes? Kobe, can he fill Mike's shoes? All of these players are products of the next Mike. Why? Because Mike left an emptiness in the league that even till this day, it's not quite fulfilled. LeBron is amazing, but the impact that Mike had was just different. He had impact on commercials that Mike had. Commercials with, with McDonald's, the Looney Tunes, the movies, the sneaker sales. Michael outsells your favorite NBA players today. He outsells what we, uh, what this generation calls the greatest player to ever play the game. In LeBron James, he outsells him. It's not even close. No NBA player comes close to that, to what Mike is doing. Mike's shoes are more popular now than when he was playing. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. So no, um, Draymond, I don't think, I don't believe that LeBron is the greatest face. Not because of what you said, because, oh, he's never been uh, photographed drunk. He's, he's a good father. He's never been in a scandal. Well, yeah, many men in this world do the same thing. It's not seen often as it should, but it is done. And I get it. LeBron is under a special microscope than others are not. That is 100% understandable. But let's not sit here and say that because of that, that influences the NBA because it doesn't. Would it be amazing if LeBron was in a scandal? No, it wouldn't be amazing, but it wouldn't affect him being the face of the NBA because we've seen many faces of the NBA have issues and still be the face of the NBA. Hey, again, I think in my opinion, what's happening is that 
because of LeBron and uh, Draymond's relationship, I think that there is a bit of a bias statement here, you know, and, and bias feelings. And, and one can understand Draymond and LeBron are partners. They work together. You know, there was even rumors that said that if Warriors doesn't work out, he would go to LeBron. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think Draymond is going to talk bad about the guy that he's partners, he's friends, and he might ultimately end up on the same team with him. I don't think he's going to talk bad about him. But nonetheless, we have to be realistic. You know, I think that LeBron, amazing ambassador. But the greatest face? No. The greatest face is Mike. You could say the second greatest face is probably Kobe. You know, Kobe was an amazing ambassador for the game. So I think when you talk about ambassadors um, in the face of the league, I think LeBron is right up there. But to say that he's the greatest, I, I don't think that's right. You know, um, Mike did so much for the game. Mike um, globalized it, elevated it, made people a lot of money, made people the millions that people are benefiting now. It's owed to him because of what he did for the game and because of the dominance that he had we were in search for the next him to the point where it elevated everybody else's game to that point so we have to sit here and we have to understand who we're discrediting because when you say that lebron james is the greatest face well we're essentially saying that mike wasn't the greatest face but that is my opinion. Again, I just think that Draymond is maybe a little biased in that aspect. And I don't even think Draymond believes. Or he might. Who knows? But let me know. Do you guys think that he is the greatest face? Do you think that Jordan is the greatest face? Or um, from any other NBA players, past, present, who have been the greatest face that you think? You know, you had Magic. Don't forget about Magic. Don't forget about Bird. Don't forget about Kareem. So, Wilt, Julius Irving, the doc. Let's not forget. So, again, um, let me know, guys, who you think is the greatest face or who has been the greatest face. And if it is LeBron James, let me know why you think he is the greatest face. Uh, until next time, uh, this is Roll the Dice Podcast, and thank you guys for listening. Mm -hmm.